0: Hopefully, we've got uh, Richard Tracy on the line. Richard, are you there?
1: Good morning, Dave. Good morning. <laughs>
0: I'm, uh, I'm with my
2: uh, colleague, Des Des Machin, and uh, w- we're looking forward to chatting about um, cybercrime. Uh, just to l- give the listeners a ba- bit of a backstory, you are head of information technology at UK IT Networks. Have I got that all right?
1: Yes, that's absolutely correct. Right. Um, so I look after all the IT, both internally and for our clients. Ma- so, um, marvellous yes. stuff.
2: And um, we're hoping that you're going to be joined by Robin, Robin Phillips. Uh, is he on the line as well? He, he is with uh, us. I am. Robin. By good morning, way. Robin. How are you doing?
0: This is yeah, Dan. I'm
2: fine, thanks. I'm, good, good. I'm great. And uh, Robin is from uh, Cyber Tech Security. And I'm right in thinking you're the customer experience manager. Have I got that right as well?
3: I I am. I am for whatever that title means. Yes, absolutely. I I am, Dave.
2: Marvellous stuff. Well, great to have you on board, gents. Um, We've been chatting throughout the last half hour about uh, how cyber uh, attacks can absolutely decimate your business. Um, in terms of a bit of an overview, Richard, can you can you just run through maybe some of the more common um, devastating results if you let your guard down with regards to cyber security?
1: Yes. um, I mean, always prevention is better than than cure. So um, what we'd say to everybody is really just make sure you you have your services looked after, so your servers, uh, your desktop machines. Um, Just because you haven't had an issue doesn't mean that everything's okay. Um, So it's always a good idea to get things checked over and make sure that everything is patched, latest updates, you know, all the usual things that you you sort of hear you should do, uh, but it's always at the back of the mind while things are working, you think you know, it's something I should do um, but often overlooked until, until it's too late.
0: Good. Uh, Robin, uh, from a, a, a customer service perspective, um, what, what are the kind of objections you get from customers who who say, well look, we're, we've got our own uh, software in place protecting us, we don't need any more.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, that's, a, that's a great question. I'll, I'll just perhaps take a step back and just frame that so cyber tech what we do we're a certification body uh for um an organization called iasme and iasme are the custodians of um a national standard a national level which was set out by the national cyber security center otherwise known as gchq to wow. everyone at home yeah um and this is basically a standard that's been around for the about five or six years, um, but more recently, certainly since, since 2018, obviously we had the lockdown. Now, you know, we're in 21. Um, it's massively taken up in the public sector. And what we are, we're an examining body. So we work very closely with Richard. Uh, we partner, in fact, and Richard would bring us in really to mark Richard's homework more than anything, Okay. case of set of standards. So, going back to your question, which more specifically, why should I do this today? Why should I get myself certified? Or why should I put, and the standard is five basic controls. I won't bore you with the technology. But it's just really good best practice. It's nothing. It's not rocket science. Absolutely. But some alarming figures, and I like to quote government figures, um that's okay. I mean in 2021 the government commissioned a report um, specifically focused on the SME marketplace. So you can imagine there's an awful lot of SMEs out there in the UK. They took a sliver of 5,000 and of that 5,000 registered SMEs, 39% of those businesses reported cyber attacks in 2021. Wow. 27% of them experience those at least once a week crikey wow 80 percent of those were actually phishing attacks and you know again to your listeners what's a phishing attack you might all have received an email uh a private you know into, into, into your personal inbox you know from the ddla or from the you know Tax office is another classic one, saying that they owe you money. Could you please log on and give them all your details? Yeah. And they'll send you the 36p back that you're in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the reality is uh, they're, they're not genuine. And, and you get that from insurance companies, you get that from everyone. That's an example of a phishing email. Right. So people say, to specifically answer your question, why should I do it today? Why should I spend my money on something I can't see? And it won't happen to me because we're just a small organization. But as a small organization, you probably sit somewhere in the supply chain. And criminals and hackers do not spend their time researching or hitting multi-million pound organizations. They would rather hang around in in the space which is less protected Exactly within the space of the people who were saying, I don't need to do this today. Got you. No one's ever going to be interested in me. I sell pensions to people. I've been doing it for 20 years. But you sell pensions to people. You transact over the web. You've got a lot of financial details. And ultimately, you buy those pensions from a major international insurance business or reassurance Of
0: course. Business, yeah, of all course.
3: of which, by not protecting yourself, you open up that supply chain. It's the weakest link so Re- that's why you should be doing
2: it today. got you uh, richard um uh, that that would imply from uh, the uh, the figures that robin has quoted then that there's still a huge lack of awareness is that yeah. the kind of thing you've come across
1: absolutely i mean some some clients that we've we've taken on board um you know something simple as a, as a wordpress site you know most most websites out there are based on on wordpress these days um And you can have malware running in the background without even even realizing um so you can have a website up and running um in the background there's there 's scripts running um sending out emails to to companies using your resources um you know just the fact that it 's working doesn 't mean that there's there 's not something lurking in the background um so why it's why it 's important to get everything checked over um by somebody professional like Good. ourselves Got it, yeah. Um, obviously get it
2: all sorted right now um the pandemic has thrown up a whole new landscape of working and uh working from home is one of them have you uh, come across uh, um a different threat if you like from people uh, who work remotely uh, uh, what i'm thinking is uh, the the systems in the office might be really robust but you put yep. people working from home on their own PCs, and I'm guessing that throws up a whole new network of uh, opportunities, if you like, for cyber criminals.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's very important from our perspective, if we see anybody with home workers, that they have a VPN connection. um, creates a tunnel from your device straight through to your, your company network. Um, obviously, there is a way to do it without, Um, But as you say, we'll open it up to to threats that are maybe on the on the home network. If you've got somebody at home using an unprotected device, something that hasn't got any virus protection on it, um, then spreading around the network. If you've got your company machine on without a VPN, obviously that that leaves it open.
0: And also, holding holding businesses to ransom um, has become has become uh, something that we hear about more often in the news and um, businesses being told they need to pay into a Bitcoin account, otherwise all their intellectual property uh, in IT will be dissolved, if you like, or or removed, so uh, making their businesses inoperable. So how on earth do you you pre-plan to stop that happening? Okay, so
1: the the best way is obviously prevention better than cure, so make sure that everything in your infrastructure is, is fully patched, fully up to date, obviously working with, with CyberTech, with Robin, um, obviously making sure it's, it's absolutely rubber-stamped, that everything's all okay. Um, backups, you know, make sure you've got good backups in place, um, which can be done off-site as well, uh, so we have local backups and off-site backups. That way, if, if your data is breached, um, you know, because things are evolving all the time, um, if that happens, they can be quickly restored, and you then haven't lost all your data. So it's very very important to have, have patching in place and backups in
2: place. Got you. Now, um, listeners at home um, listening in might think, yeah, okay, I hear what you're saying, but w- w- the impact on my business might be big, and it might not be big. What, what kind of statistics, uh, Richard, could you throw at them that make them maybe a sharp intake of breath?
1: Um, I mean, as I said, you know, you, you can have you can have um, infiltration into your systems without even realising it. Uh, I mean, as, going back to the WordPress websites, um, customers will find that you know the websites will slow down. Um, that's that's a bit of a sign that that might have an infection in place. Um, so again, it's I can't really give you statistics off the top of my head, but the, the proportion of people that are out there that that have, have had a
3: breach and, and are unaware of it is is, is massive. So it's, it's I can probably dive in there, Richard, yeah. Be, being being the man of of statistics and the <laughs> harbinger of doom in this conversation. Oh, wonderful. Uh, not wishing to. I mean... It, I it love that expression get, is you know, a
0: harbinger of, of doom. doom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, one of the things I really try not to do is give people too many horror stories. But, you know, but this is the reality. So, and I liken it very much to insuring your car. You know, you insure your car. It's a standard thing. The more you're out on the road, the more you're in value for, you know, return on investment for, for that. And you're insuring your car. We won't go into it, but some awful things can happen. And essentially, you're covered, not just a scratch. It's exactly the same. If you're using the internet in any way whatsoever, you, the insurance that you need to take out Yes, there is cyber assurance available. If you have controls in place, they would look at you. Um, But as a small business, it's about assurance. It's assuring yourself and your customers that you have done everything you can to put best practice in place. Got you. And around stats, I mean, I can tell you now that UK businesses, again, another government, UK Govstat, 65,000 cyber attacks attempted daily in the SME marketplace alone
0: that's a little bit frightening and also
3: worse the worst that of all 60% of those SMEs go out of business within six months of a successful cyber attack wow that's down to the biggest thing reputational damage
0: well, that leads us on to a, 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 a new question as we come to the end of the interview, uh, Robin, and th- uh, and that is um, we like our listeners to have a takeaway from our uh, our interviews. Could you give them some top tips, ju- just that they can be doing today to to help them? Uh, of uh, course,
3: of course. I mean, again, it's about best practice. So I'm sure so Richard's got one or two as well. If I miss the if I miss them, yeah. but the main thing is just look at your mobile device. Just look at your home PC. Let's look at you know your work PC. Just ensure your security updates are all up to date. You, know, you, you get that thing, security updates, and you pass it. Not now, not now, not yeah, now. Make you. sure they're up to date. They're valuable, valuable updates. Exactly the same on your mobile device. I'd strongly suggest if people have a, a mobile device and they access work and personal... Information on that, I mean by work, I mean your email, I would have the phone partitioned. Is it, it, how difficult is that? Just go into your, um, you know, to your, your whoever you buy your, your, your device off, pop into their shop on the high street, get them to partition it so you've got two profiles. Very simple. Passwords. Password, password one is not a suitable password. <laughs> no. that's not a good password know, at all,
2: is it? That? It's no. not a good password. <laughs> you know,
3: your, your, your name and your date of birth is not a good password. Yeah. Um, but what I would say is, is now a lot of devices will suggest passwords, you know, use the technology. But really, 14-digit passwords is where you need to be. Now, that's extreme to some people, but, you know, hackers are clever. I mean, I don't know, Richard, you might have one or two other uh, quick takeaways.
1: Yeah, just to, to expand on the password, you know, uh, you can go 14 digits quite, quite easily. You know, if you combine two, two words, um, use a symbol and use a, a you know, two or three-digit number. Yeah. Um, memorable, but not easy to, to crack. Um, other, other tips, yeah, just again, again, what Robin said, you know, make sure all your, all your updates are in place. Um, make sure any patches, latest versions. So if you're if you're sort of holding on to that old Windows 7 PC at home, um, you know Windows 11 is coming out now. Um, get to at least Windows 10. Make sure all all of the updates are applied all the time. Um, that's that's really the biggest biggest thing uh, that hackers rely on is is that you've got out of date software um, or any anything sort of lingering on your network that that isn't up to date. It just gives them that sort of crack to get into the network and and, and break through.
2: Brilliant. So just make, um,
1: make sure updates
2: are done. Right. Um, now, you've talked an, an amazing amount of sense, and, you know, I'm going to do some of the things that you've just, uh, me 14 digits and me partition, and I'm going to definitely go into that. How do people get in touch with you, Richard, if they want some more help and advice?
1: Um, go to ukitnetworks.com um, or give us a call, 0344-324-8585 um just just give us a call and uh, we can just give
0: us that number again richard yeah just quickly no problem
1: it's 0344 324 8585 and our sales team will will be pleased to speak to you or if you want to speak to me feel free
2: brilliant (laughs) and and robin um presumably if somebody wants some um advice on accreditation and things like that they can go through richard and he'd pass that on to you yeah Absolutely,
3: uh, that, 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 is, that
2: is the best way. What I would, in addition, urge people
3: to do is to just tap into their Google or their search engine of choice, put in the word cyber essentials. From there, um, and, and go to the Gov site, not any other site, and read through all the information there. There's a lot of hints and tips. It really does make sense. But the key thing is, Anyone uh, of your listeners, uh, I would suggest they give
0: Richard a call, and we're more than happy to work with Richard and uh, get this done today. And we'll give that number uh, again before we finish, and uh, we'd like to thank you guys for coming on. It's been a super interview.
2: It really, really has, and I hope, you know, if, if the messages got through to the listeners at home, uh, that's, that's definitely, we feel as though we've, we've, uh, we've done the right thing by getting you guys on board.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks Dave. Thanks, Thanks Dave. very much Pleasure. guys. Good to speak to you. Cheers gents. Bye bye now. Catch Peace you sure. soon.